The following is brought to you by the Starfleet Podcast Network, SPN, The Spin. Welcome, everybody, to April Fool's Day Hangover of Trek Talk. I'm Techman16. We're not doing Trek Talk, you jackass. What are we doing then? It's, it's, this is the. This is the. This is the, This is not. We're not doing an episode of Trek Talk. We're leaving all this shit in the recording too. We're gonna publicly shame you. Yes. Okay. Well, so what this are we? Is this, this is the spin now. Yeah. This, this is the. Spin. This is the spin still, show, bro. We're still Trek Talk, part of the Spin Network. Well, yeah. Yeah, but this isn't the Trek Talk show. The Trek Talk show is not happening today. What we're doing is we're doing the Spin Show. Okay. Spin Show. So you don't get to do an in, you don't get to do an intro, you just shut up, you, man. <laughs> oh, Thank you, what. everybody, for joining the Spin Show today. Thank <laughs> you for joining us on the Spin Network. Okay, guys, we are I'm, your I'm host. Gonna, yeah, we're, I'm not going to lie to you. We're, this is obviously the intro is going to be a work in progress. So just bear with us. Um, Thank you for joining so the Spin, the Starfleet Podcast Network. Yeah, see, that actually sounds better rather than the three fucking idiots on the right side of the stage over here. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, I resemble that remark. Yeah, and I'm, I'm understandable. So this is going to be the first episode of Mini. What we're going to do is we're going to be doing a monthly segment with all of the people from the various podcasts that are part of the Starfleet Podcast Network. And we're just going to get together and talk about the goings on within the Trek universe uh, over the past month. Uh, and maybe beyond that, if it's relevant. So I guess the first thing on the table and the, the biggest thing, the most notable would be obviously Picard is still ongoing. We're in the sort of the death throes of that show, right? Because yeah. it's the last season and it's the end of the last season. So uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, we can talk about the uh, geriatric reunion tour. We can talk about the <laughs> fact that Brent's, Brent Spiner couldn't be bothered to cut carbs for a few months before recording. There's a bunch of stuff we can talk about. So, Big J, what do you got? Uh, so, it's funny that you say that because I've been thinking about that. So, it going back and, and looking at Star Trek, The Next Generation, when you start there and you just work your way up, that I get how difficult it must be to play a character that is not supposed to age is not supposed to but basically you're a you're a static body you don't age you don't gain weight you none of that you look the same because you're an android and i understand that when you're playing a part like that how difficult it must be to maintain a certain look size things like that and i've actually best friend of mine is an actor out in uh, in la and we talked about that like you said so are there, are there things like that that go into contracts, like your mustache, your beard, how you look, your uh, your size, height, weight, all that stuff? And he said that basically just about everything goes in that contract as to how you're supposed to portray or, or maintain a certain look, things like that. And to me, and I could be completely wrong, but I I'm curious as to how much effort was put into as as the years go by you can't stop aging we're all going to age but you raise a very good point is that as we've kind of kept going kept going yeah brent spiner has gotten older sure but you know 
it's there are crash diets. You can cut some carbs, um, maybe kick up the you know I don't know, get a little get a little face work done or something. I, I'm not I'm not sure what it is. I think. That, well, how about some CGI or? Yeah, what's at the very least. There's all these these deep fakes that you see online and on YouTube, and it's it's amazing that these people that are just doing these things in their free time are able to do more impressive deep fakes than the ones that are getting paid to do it. Have you seen these comparisons on YouTube of how data looked in the first season of Picard and the deep fakes that were that were applied that make him actually look like how data looked? From, you know, yeah. I, I I posted a video of that uh, when we were doing our recording uh, in the in the past couple of weeks or so. So yeah, and there's so much imagery available of data as data. You could do a deep fake, and Brent Spiner can look 500 pounds, you know, and he would still look the same as would in the next generation. I I don't understand why they didn't do that. It's just it boggles I mean, my mind. It's it's not. I I mean I you know. <clears throat> budget maybe I'm not no. No, it's a Disney budget absolutely not no <laughs> I mean we're I living know. in an age we're living in an age where people are, are are quite literally promoting obesity as being healthy and happy and it's it's a sad time we're not going to get into that topic here that's not what we're talking about so you're you're coming from an area I mean look at the people who are writing the shows and everything's great and hunky dory and we're holding hands and we're so look at us aren't we so diverse look at us look at us now Look at look at how awesome we are. You know, you're looking at that, um, and and I'm not against anyone gaining some weight. I'm really not. So before anybody tries to attack me, you can go back to your mom's basement and be mad. Um, <laughs> I the point that I'm making is that you're portraying a character who's not a living being, and you you, you can't I, you know barring some sort of a health issue. Which honestly, if you have a health issue, you damn should sure should lose weight anyway. Um, you're not in a place where it's, you know, every other character, you can explain that they get older, they age, you know, they maybe put on a little bit of weight because they're human beings and that's perfectly okay. You played a fucking Android man that doesn't age, like at least be a similar size. And like you say, makeup and some CGI and stuff like that. They did it with Arnold and Terminator. So, yeah. I mean, they've done it with plenty of people where they've come back. They did it for fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Luke Skywalker in uh, Mandalorian, you know, where they CGI him. So yeah, it's possible. The only thing I can think of is that uh, unfortunately, the only thing I can think of is that in typical new Trek fashion, it's, you know, let's figure out how we can work in the body positivity thing now, you know, or something. That's I don't know, but they didn't mention anything like that. It was just, Oh yeah, he's, organic android now yeah but they put they put the emphasis on it you know aging and he's this and that and he's a living being and the implication is that living beings change the way they look and uh, and all that shit so you know whatever i could be wrong that's fine um <laughs> but either way you look like shit so there's that well and that's that takes me kind of back around to that point of if you're going to play this this character, well, let me let me rephrase that. It's almost like it seems like they've created themselves kind of an out or an yes. easy button with the whole yeah. we can transfer your 
consciousness and memories and who you are and everything else into uh into a golem like body so you know that that means that now you can play this part just with how you looked rolling out of bed that morning and not have to <laughs> and not even have to attempt to look like you're a an, uh, an android that's not supposed to age or change shape or anything like that and it's, it's being it was being left to the writers the writers were the ones yeah. that would have to come up yeah. with these wasn't there i if i recall correctly in next generation there was something it was almost offhand said about some kind of aging ability that was that was put into either in data's programming or his construction or whatever no it was it was data's mother yeah the aging thing was put into data's mother so she'll age awesome. accordingly and he'll eventually yeah. turn off yeah i, I, I want you can write whatever you want now i want to read you she's something a, she's she's got an egg timer <laughs> i want to read you something you know, it's far beyond this courtroom and this one android could significantly redefine the boundaries of personal liberty and freedom, expanding them for some, savagely curtailing them for others. Are you prepared to condemn him and all who come after him to servitude and slavery? Your honor, Starfleet was founded to seek out new life. Well, there it sits, aging like Brent Spiner, okay? <laughs> I mean, look, so, so another thing, I just don't want to just shit on Brent Spiner. The the acting was is 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 good. That's data. You know what I mean? And lore. Like it's yeah. It's it's just like we remembered. I like Brent Spiner um, as far as you know the acting abilities. I've always liked him in, in everything. It's just for me, it's not it's not a dig at Brent. It's a dig at the part. Um, and it's really difficult when you have a fucking reunion where everybody comes back and everybody's aged. Yeah. You know, but they um, all look the most. They part. all they they're all where they. Well, I mean, well, I mean, Riker looks the most like part. your fat. Riker looks like your fat uncle, and yeah, but Deanna, a lot of people Deanna, do that one. Deanna, Deanna looks like your single Italian aunt from New York. You know what I mean? So um, <laughs> that I she looks like she's had some work. Hey, to be fair, to be fair, do you ever accidentally let like your bag of bread get? too close to the um, stove and the heat gets to the plastic and it like does this weird thing to the plastic where it doesn't melt it, but it does this weird stretchy yep. warp looking thing. That's what Deanna's face looks like. Oh, oh man. Um, well, but and here's the thing. Old. And here's And here's the thing. Yeah. Everybody's getting old, man. My face is going to fucking look like that in, you know, 20, 30 years. Like it's fine. There's not a problem with it. Right. To be it's a humor thing. To be fair. To be fair to Jonathan Frakes. He was already packing on the pounds in season three and four of his TNG. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he was he was already he was already rather round about the middle. He had a good counterweight going. Uh, but you know, um, and and then Beverly, holy shit! I I don't know if she and Cher have the same surgeon, um, <laughs> but she looked like when I first saw her, she she sort of looked like you remember the uh, the uh, the guy from. Uh, the men in black where he, she's like, your skin's hanging off your bones and he pulls it back. And he's like, there, is that better? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's such a good analogy. Oh. <laughs> that's what it looks like. The cockroach guy or whatever, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's what it looked like to me. You know, all I'm saying is, you know, if any of these actors for whatever reason, listen to this show, 
Um, this is obviously all for humor, but it's also true. So, <laughs> truth, I mean, gonna hurt. It's, it's okay. The, I mean, I'm just saying. I, I looked in the mirror the other days, and I and I just I, I stopped counting the wrinkles at like 20. So, I mean, you know, hey, I'm on my way. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> this is We're all, all going to be there. Yeah, yeah, I'm it's happening. So, I mean, look, uh, you know, I'm poking fun, but trust me, I, I don't. It's not like I think that I'm I'm going to be you know an exception. I'm already halfway there. You know. Um, but anyway, another thing I'd like to bring up besides that, the acting in the show is good. Right. I think we can all agree that for the most part, the acting in the show is good. Yeah. Even the newer people that they've come in, um, the the two uh, ladies that are playing um, Jordy's daughters um, doing a great job. Uh, you know, all these other people that are doing they're they're, they're they, the acting is great. It, it's good. Um, the, there's the, the interactions between the characters. I it's the the, the there's a connection there there. It's, it's good. I think the script is a little silly because it's just like. It's like, hey, on this episode, let's find a new cameo. Uh, you know, let's but I'm okay with that. That's, that's okay. It's, it's cool. No, it's cool, but it's like it's kind of like a it's a novelty kind of thing, right? Like it's like the the last re, you know, like the last reunion tour or something. You know, it's kind of. But anyway, <clears throat> I want to I want to talk about on one of the most recent episodes, not this most recent one, but I think the, the one before that where they were in Daystrom. And they were looking around and it, and it slowly, just for a brief moment, it pauses at a panel and it shows like a skeleton and so forth. And there's a name at the bottom. And we, I think we talked about this on Trek Talk briefly. I just want to get big, I want to get Jay's take on it. And you look at the bottom and that name is none other than James T. Kirk. You know, like they have his yeah. remains yeah. in Daystrom, which, which, which implies that like like tech was talking about or somebody was talking about on one of our previous recorded shows, somebody had to go to the, the, the ribbon planet or whatever and retrieve Jim's body, you know, from the, the rocks or whatever. I'm sure that was done uh, right then and there when the, they're, they're not going to leave him there. That's, that's yeah. not going to happen because the whole thing was they had to, uh, that the reason that, that they were there and trying to, save that star system was because there was a pre-warp civilization on the was it the fourth planet of that system um yeah fourth planet uh viridian three was the one that was in class and all of that and could support life well what they didn't want to have happen is for the people of viridian four to finally get to that uh i'm sorry viridian three was uninhabited viridian four was the pre-warp civilization they didn't want them to send a uh, their probe or go explore this planet and see holy shit there's this large structure of a ship that is laying here and look over here there was a body of an alien that was buried there that would be contamination they're not going to leave anything behind so when you go beyond what was shown in the actual movie the symbolism of Kirk being quote unquote buried on top of the mountain with the, the rocks all on him. That was just a symbolic thing. He wasn't left there. That wasn't left to be found by the, the species next planet over. And right. of course, what they're going to do is they're not going to put Kirk's body in a torpedo and launch it somewhere in some kind of ceremony. They're going to keep him on ice 
possibly to study because he was in the Nexus for many, many years. If you look at it from their perspective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. I mean, uh, I think that was lost in 2290 something. Uh, lost in 2290-something when the Enterprise B had its main voyage. And then he was discovered in, uh, let's see, Generations was in 2372, I want to say. So, yeah, so you're uh, talking about somewhere between 80 to 100 years, yeah. Yes. So they're going to want to hold on to him and, and study him. So, yes, this should not be a surprise that the body of Kirk was still somewhere on ice. Of course he was. And it but do you sense. do you think do you think that them doing that as they did do you think it was just sort of paying homage to the you know the James Tiberius Kirk the captain who you know made an entire world aware of this franchise right the one who you know captained that into it being what it is today or do you think it was uh, hey look at this maybe there's something down the line and. I can see it, but at the same time, you know, how are they going to do that? Because William Shatner is old as fuck. Just get Chris Pine. Just confuse everyone. Pull him over from the Kelvin timeline and hope no one notices. Or no, no, they've got, um, they've got, oh, what's the, what's the actor's name? Not the new worlds. No, fuck no, that guy. No, no, absolutely not. The guy. No, I don't. I don't think they're going to do anything. We we have Kirk's body. He's still he's still uh, present in the the lore of Star Trek. He's not completely gone. I don't think that that meant if we get a another series after that takes place after the events of Picard, and there's been a big a big fan swelling to try to get something. Actually, there was a pitch that was done with Paramount Plus called Star Trek Legacy. And the idea behind this pitch that was done was that you would have characters from this series, from from Picard, also mixed in with characters from Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager. So quite literally a, a legacy. And I think that for one, that would be perfect. I think that's exactly what the fandom needs is to have a series that contains what you claim is real Star Trek, which is the 90s, to make all these new Trek haters happy and maybe to shut them up for two and a half minutes. Uh, let, me, let me tell you something. I, I said this. I said this last week and I'll continue to say it. They won't do it. Um, you know, but if but if for what it, no, hear, hear me out. They won't do this, what I'm about to say. But if for whatever reason they did, I would pay per episode to watch a something similar to how they did with Picard if they did that with William Shatner and Kirk. If they did something like that, I would pay per episode. I don't give a shit. I'd pay probably $20 an episode. Um, it might be shit. It could be shit. But obviously, my name being Strange Kirk, there's a reason why Kirk is in that name. Um, there's a lot of reasons why... James T. Kirk is uh, my favorite character in, in, in all series. Multitude of reasons, um, not only because of the show itself, but because of uh, some sentimental things. As I've said before, you know, I grew up watching as I was introduced to it um, by my grandfather. You know, from when I was a toddler growing up, I remember watching reruns, you know, in the, in the early 90s. 
of Trek. And so, you know, fond memories associated with the, the character and those characters and things like that. So I would pay per episode. And I think that they could do it. I think it could be really, really cool. Um, because, you know, we've, we've already seen through some of the Star Trek films, William Shatner already, he knows how to play the old, the old man, right? He knows how to do that. Um, and I think they could have a lot of fun with it. However, he is what 90 now, I think. Yeah. Um, I want to say, yeah, he didn't, he just turned 90. I think so. Now he's going to, now he's, he's in better shape than most people who are, you know, 50 or 60. Um, you know, he's, he's still pretty active, you know, he's, you know, the horses and stuff like that, but you know, he, he is getting older. So it, it would be one of those things. Like if you're going to do that, you need to do it now. Um, before it's before it's too late because uh you know shatner's not going to be with us all that much longer he's 92 actually 92. 90 okay. 90 fucking two which i mean I, he takes care of himself really good <laughs> one last hurrah uh, have william shatner come back and play james oh, kind of like how uh, patrick stewart's doing picard he is older yeah you just kind of you know coming back and you're kind of i did it now and this one it, it would be I mean, most of the people that he was in the original Trek with are dead. Yeah. So, I mean, it would have to be, you know, one of those things where it's like, what are we going to do? We're facing this ancient enemy and the only person who knew how to fight. Kind of like you ever watched Demolition Man where they had to thaw his ass out. Yep. To, sure did. That's kind of what it would be like. We got to thaw Kirk out because Kirk knew about, you know, he used to fight this kind of stuff. He knew what it was and then they'd thaw Kirk out and it would be like, kind of like the, the man at a time thing, right? Like culture shock. Like what the hell? Yes. You know, what What about this? And, you know, like, is this, is that Romulan ale sitting on the table? I thought that stuff was illegal. Oh, no, that ban was lifted 60 years ago or what? You know what I mean? You yeah, know, same with stuff Cuban like that. cigars. Yeah, 100%. I think that it would be, I think that it could be super successful. And I think it would be kind of, kind of like Demolition Man, where it's kind of uh, an action humor kind of thing. It would be, you know. A, a typical, you know, Star Trek movie. There's a lot of elements of humor in it, um, more dry humor and that kind of thing. So, um, I think it could do very well. Will they do it? I, I mean, William no. Shatner has already William Shatner has already expressed his interest in in you know reprising the role of James T. Kirk. So I don't think Shatner would have an issue. I mean, if they could accommodate anything that you know his older age that he might need. But, I mean, like several stunt doubles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I don't think that they would do any, you know, I don't think they would do any of that stuff. Much like in Picard. I mean, you know, whenever there was an action scene. Don't, I you, mean, don't you remember? Don't you remember the first episode of Picard? You had a stunt double because they had a 90 year old man running, up, running up a bunch of stairs to the roof of a building because Romulans were chasing them. <clears throat> For real. Yeah. I don't expect an, an old. <laughs> a person of advanced age to be played. Yeah, there you go. I do not expect a person of advanced age to run upstairs. I'm I'm 45 and I have a hard time going upstairs. Screw that. You know, I'm old. The weather's horrible. So my joints are tight. It, everything feels like it's falling apart. I would probably mm-hmm. ask for a stunt double. Like, guys, I'm not running up two flights of stairs. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I just think it would be really cool. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I just I think it would be a really cool idea. So could it happen? It could. All the all the pieces are there. Will they do that? Probably not. So well, we did get, we did get something similar with um, Chris Pine 
reprising his role of Captain Kirk as part of the original Enterprise on Saturday Night Live. Yes, we did. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> skit. <laughs> hey, look. Well, but I, why? Why wouldn't they, I? I don't want to. I don't want to keep. If we're trying to move off this topic, I don't want to keep adding to it because I've got a bad habit doing something like that. Oh yeah, we all we we all do. We all do. Trust me. Um, I How about that Starfleet Academy show, huh? Was it what? Starfleet Academy. Yeah, I feel like the Starfleet Academy show again. Another pitch. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like it would probably be kind of lame, actually. Um, well, I think it'll be an extension of uh, Discovery. They'll probably have Tilly in it. Paramount Plus has officially granted a series order to CBS Studios' upcoming Star Trek uh, Starfleet Academy, which will follow a group of young cadets as they embarked on different galactic adventures. Production on this coming-of-age drama is expected to begin in 2024. We don't have anything in regards to which time frame of, of Star Trek this is happening, and it may not even be in the uh, in the timeline of of Discovery. It might not be then. Who knows? Is that? But is that what we to get a Starfleet Academy? Would we want that to be something that is? a quote-unquote kind of a prequel show, something that takes place before Picard, anywhere between the original series and Picard, or would it be preferred that it's uh, in the in Discovery in the 30-whatever <laughs> century we're in now with, uh, like with, with Tilly, as was mentioned before? I would prefer um, if it didn't happen at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, you're not wrong. I'm. I'm not saying that I'm doing cartwheels down the stairs because I, I think that they would. I think they would be better off if they were to do it in their current timeline in the year thirty, blah blah blah, whatever you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they would be better off there because it would be you would have a lot more interesting things going on, such as you know you have people that went through the academy back in the what twenty one hundred, twenty two hundreds, or whatever. Um, and then going to this new academy that they've set up for Starfleet and, you know, the, the, the clashing of the cultures and, you know, and plus they would do that because, you know, then they could exploit the diversity thing and, you know. So, um, the new series description and quote, they more soapy YA uh, than the other Trek shows, as well as increased diversity, which given in this world of Star Trek, could refer to species diversity as well, hint, hint. Starfleet Academy will introduce us to a young group of cadets who come together to pursue a common dream of hope and optimism. Under the watchful and demanding eyes of their instructors, they will continue to discover what it takes to become Starfleet officers as they navigate blossoming friendships, explosive rivalries, first loves, and a new enemy that threatens both the Academy and the Federation itself. Sounds like sounds like Star Trek has met the Wonder Years. <laughs> I mean, I mean, again, I think we we pretty much knew all that shit was coming. But I think I, there's a lot to cultivate here with the Starfleet Academy series. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at them for trying to do something like this. It hasn't been done yet. So why not explore this part of Starfleet by doing the Academy? There, there's actually a lot know, that can be done with that. You know what I say is that they call those writers on Discovery 
and put them on this show. Don't contaminate any of the other shows you got in production. Just just keep keep them on this weird little path and let them go. I, I think what you're gonna what we're gonna have to do is what we're getting to the point. If they want Star Trek to continue, they're gonna have to come up with something that's original. I mean, because in everything thus far, they've leaned on something that's already existed, right? Um, well, the Academy would be original. It hasn't been done yet. In, 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 yes, it, it could be, you know, a whole new list of characters, except for the fact that you're leaning on discovery because you're leaning on character development that occurred in another show. I think that much like if you look at everything now from movies, video game industry, television, everyone is so afraid to try a new idea. Yes. No one wants to do anything new. They're afraid of failure. Well, how can we guarantee that we'll at least have moderate success? Well, find a successful, uh, an IP that's already successful and redo that or lean on that. Because even if people hate it, we're still going to get the initial influx of money because people are going to want to see it. You know, the, just like that shitty Dragon Ball movie they made. You know, it fucking sucked ass, but the initial response was everybody had to see it because it said Dragon Ball. Exactly. Put the name Dragon Ball on it and you got an audience. A a fucking hundred percent. You put Dragon Ball. Just like, I mean, look at me. The two of fault. I'm part of that. Look what I, you heard what I said earlier. Put James T, put fucking William Shatner as Kirk and something and I'll pay you whatever. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. There's no yeah, way I'll, I'll make pay, I'll make payments to watch it. I don't give a shit. Anybody I'm, out I'm there that pretends like they wouldn't watch that, you're lying. Oh yeah, you're lying like hell, dude. Everybody, everybody would, which is crazy why they haven't done it yet. But um, and you know, hopefully they will. That would that would be so awesome if they could be like, hey, don't die yet. We need you to make a show. Right, um, right. You know, you know, it could be one season, ten episodes. That's all. Sure. They need. One one season, ten episodes. Hey. You know what? You guys have been missing this son of a bitch since the nineties. Here we go. One season only. Here we go. Yeah. I, I'm, you I'm all for it. <clears throat> yeah. I think, it'd be, I think it'd be great. I'd be um, shocked if somebody didn't approach or hadn't approached him yet to do no, something yeah, like man. that. We, we're not the first, we can't be the first ones to just thought. No, that. no, 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 no. They, no. And that's why I said, perhaps maybe they said, well, let's put that in there because Maybe maybe we can make this happen, and if not, it's still just a cool nod to you know the OG James T. Kirk. So either way, it'll work. Well, and then here's the other thought. Here's his thought: is we could still go Luke Skywalker and the Mandalorian with them. There's no reason that even though we have this this body, and he is is of the. Uh, when he was aged, you know, it's the body as he was on Viridian three. There's nothing saying that he couldn't be put into a, another golem like, like Picard was and this new soon. Yeah. Fuck, you've already, you've already fucking done it. We might as well enjoy the fucking, we've established that, but that's I mean, yeah, it's already there. So, I mean, like it or love it, we might as well use it. If it's there, we already know it exists. Correct me if I'm wrong. But didn't they in this most recent episode? Well, no, not in episode six of Picard. In this most recent one, uh, but the last one, didn't I cast something that that was like this was the final work of the soon legacy? Like this was it. There would be no other 
androids, bodies, anything like that. So from him, I mean, some. I mean, here's the thing: somebody fucking Starfleet, right? Starfleet's like when you think about it, Starfleet actually needs to be abolished because it's like the worst thing ever. Like it's, like, it's always somebody's always infiltrating Starfleet, and there's always some backhanded shit. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, so. I mean, that's not to say that somebody wouldn't just like, oh, I thought that was the end of it. Somebody must have copied his work. Boom. Five seconds. You just fucking fixed it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, so happened, I don't see so. why they wouldn't take a younger Gollum body and just defake a younger William Shatner on there. Yeah. Or just do what they did. Do what they did now and be like, oh, yeah, well, we put him in the whatever, blah, blah, blah. And that's why he looks the way he looks. There you go. Fine. Fuck it. Or, you know what? It, it could all just end up being fan service in that it was an Easter egg. That's all it was, was Easter egg. Yeah. That's what it was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all. That's, that's all it was. A very obvious Easter egg. Um, I'm pulling for I'm pulling for this this idea show legacy and also with Starfleet Academy. Now, here's the thing that I would say about. Starfleet Academy is I wouldn't be too upset if this show took place in the uh, current, we'll call it the current time of 24, the early 2400s where Picard takes place. And here's why I think that as a writer, that it would be smart of you to at least position yourself in a place where you can pull from and cultivate from some of that nostalgia. No matter no matter how you look at it, I think that's just a smart play. And if you do it in this time frame, then that opens it up to we could have a a cameo by all of these other prior characters from Next Generation, DS9, Voyager. It's just that they're available. They would be there to pull in. It's better to give yourself the option and not use it than to need it and not have it. And if it's if it's a academy series that takes place in the, the time of discovery in the future, well, once you get to where you're going to want some kind of not, uh, nostalgia or cameo or some nod, just a little something, well, you've written yourself into a corner because all you have now would be the crew from discovery and you have what two characters, maybe three that you even care about. Does anyone know the names of the other bridge characters on discovery? It took me four seasons to learn who they were. So you're not going to get much there. You're going to have to have this series take place in present time. So that you at least give yourself the option of having a two Vaught cameo a, uh, you could get to see Ensign Harry Kim again. You could get someone from DS9. You could do a whole lot more with it. I don't think that they would, they would do that to where they would just, let's make the fans happy. Let's not give ourselves the ability of having any neat cameos or Easter eggs, something like that. No, they're not. They're yeah. not going <clears throat> to, they would definitely far for the fandom. It would definitely take a lot of mental gymnastics, even more so than they used to be able to be like, how the fuck did Harry Kim end up in the year 3100? You know, <laughs> exactly. Be put yourself in a position where if if you wanted to use somebody, you could give yourself that option. Don't don't be cute. Don't try to be cute with it. There's no one's asking you to do that. I don't think 
Harry Kim and Chakotay sure. went on a mission and got sucked into a temporal vortex and ended in the year 3195. I would stop being a fan. I would announce <laughs> Star would. Trek right then and there. I'd be done. Yeah, yeah. And all the podcasts are done. What happened to the Spin Network? Fuck that shit. We're done. <laughs> Everything collapsed. <laughs> we all closed up shop. Yeah, no, 100%. So, yeah, I think I, th- there's definitely a lot of directions they could go. A bunch of them I think that I'd be okay with. I mean, my only issue is the over and, and my only issue is the the way that the virtue signaling has been able to get in the way uh, has gotten in the way of the story writing. That's it. I don't really, I don't even give a shit. It's fine. Whatever you want to put that stuff in there, just please find a tasteful way to do it. Stop. You know, I mean, the, the, the phrase, the, the word tokenism has been used in many conversations across the globe about these newer shows um, and, and, and things like that. So that's, that's all I care about. I think there's a lot of exciting things. Like you say, the, the Academy thing could be really a really cool idea. Um, and it can also be a testing ground to see which characters you like. You know, um, you introduce new characters into that show and you can be like, hey, this character really takes off. Everybody loves this character, you know, and they can either have their own show or what, you know, whatever. There's a lot of cool ideas that can happen. And so I'm with you, Jay. I think I think current time as in well, 23, 2400, wherever it is, it would behoove them to do a show there. There's more than they could do. Yeah, absolutely. Like you say, you could you could have you know visiting. You'd be like, oh, here's uh, you know Kate Mulgrew is making a, a guest appearance, or maybe exactly she, maybe she teaches at the academy. Maybe sure. she's one of the maybe she's one of the instructors. She could be. You know, I mean, there's plenty of admirals that taught at the academy. Kirk did it. Um, you could have the doctor teaching class <laughs> on medicine, and you um, know. there's all these all there's all types. There's all kinds of different things that could could happen. And I mean, you know, hey, the doctor has an android body now. We, we were able to circumvent Ooh. some of the laws. And so he's actually a okay. he's actually a thing and not just a hologram. And, you know, there's yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that I think. Okay. That, uh, Technically, the, the Sung method is to transfer a consciousness from one body to another. Right. So you could technically transfer an algorithm uh, into yes. a, into a golem right into one of those sung golems and so you could have a a physical uh aging robert picardo doing his thing yeah yeah we've already established that we already established now that you can do anything you want really yeah yeah and and again you've already established that these things exist so go ahead and at least use it in the way that we at least use it in the way that we want to see it damn it well it was established previously that uh when Enterprise was uh, moved to the edge of the known universe. All those things plus thought was combined into one. So if you could think it, you can do it. You know what now? Don't you remember the episode with the traveler? They went. Oh yes, yeah. They yeah. went to the edge of the fucking universe. You know. So and yep. that's where thought merged with reality. So if you could think it, you can do it. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, and think think back to the first season of Picard, where we had that tool that could do anything you wanted it to, stuff like that. Now, I I think that that's one thing that we need to watch out for. We need to really be careful about the whole. We have something that can do whatever we want. We have a we have an easy button for anything now. Well, I personally really enjoyed the idea of understanding that there's a lethal robot killing machine and I put a bag over its head. 
Put a bag over its head. It's fine. Sure, why not? I mean, of course. So we've 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 talked extensively about some of the new shows. Um, are we? What else do we got going on? I've been actually playing some of this Starfleet Fleet Command. With... Oh God, no, 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 no. No, I thought we told you not to play that game. I wish I hadn't. I, w- I wish I had never come across this this game that's nothing but a cash grab with the Star Trek IP slapped on. Yes, uh, that is cool. Yeah. We're, we're sort of we're sort of experts in this field. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I have I found out, and I think anyone who touches this for a few minutes is that this game is literally unplayable if you're not willing to spend any money on it. That is how bad of a obvious cash grab. It's not unplayable. It's no, just, no, it's, it, it's, it's, it's achingly, achingly yeah. slow. Yeah. I mean, I played, I, I didn't spend a single dime on it until I got to like ops, like 28 or something. I can't remember. I had played for like a year before I spent any, any money. And even then I spent like 10 bucks a month or something, you know, it was like something small, but it's, it is playable, but I, to a degree it's yeah. You, you hit a wall really quickly and then you're like, Oh, and they're like, Hey, you want to go faster? How about you give us 20 bucks and then 20 bucks turns into 50 and then 50 turns into a hundred. And then eventually there's nothing in that store that costs less than a hundred bucks. Exactly. So they, they scale, they scale it. They don't give you the little stuff anymore. They're like, ah, nope, nope, nope. You spent too much money. And then what'll happen is if you stop spending money, you'll start noticing that they give you the little packs again to try to incentivize you. That's all it is, is appealing to your, your gambling <laughs> habit of that's exactly what it is. Yep. Let me, let me just get this, this one thing and I'll get lucky kind of thing. And yeah, that's the other part is if you want to progress, if you want to be able to go anywhere. Now, if you want to sit and not, level or not progress sure you can you can do free to play if you don't want to be able to do anything but if you actually want to be able to upgrade or or get better get a better ship or whatever then oh here you go you got to pay we're gonna they the paywalls are so obnoxious and so what ops uh, level did you make it to i'm at 44 and don't even ask me what i've i'm not i'm not answering the next question I know what that next question is. And oh, no, we I, already I, know. I'm yeah. way too ashamed. We, no, we, we know how much we know. We know how much. What server are you on? How long did wait? How uh, time have you spent in the game? How much time? Yeah. Like, a, you know, a lot. Okay. I mean, yeah, a, a lot. Uh, in regards to server, uh, let me. Is there a good way to. I'm trying to look that up. I don't, I don't jellyfish. Is that? Yeah, I think it's jellyfish. If that makes sense. Or are you talking about the server number? The server number. Uh, how do you get that? How do you... Uh, I'm looking here. I figure it's would be in settings or something. Because I, I honestly don't... I'm looking around. <laughs> Does the old trick still work? Where you put, open the game and put it in airplane mode? I think it still works. For those of you listening, we're all now... I'm, I'm actually being forced to log into this goddamn thing. I don't even have it on my phone anymore. So I have to use another method so jellyfish server 13 server 13 how'd you get that where'd you get that i have my methods oh come on 
just he just, he just, fuck, he, he just fucking Googled it. So one of, one of the other uh, people that uh, uses or has he's created a server with the STFC bot and he blasted out, um, you know, all the content shit. So shout out to Vita. He's got all the servers posted with their with their designation. So I just scrolled through, searched for jellyfish and popped up server 13. So the cash grab skinned as Star Trek is uh, no bueno for those of you listening. Um, most of the people in the audience, most of the people in the audience right now know exactly what we're talking about. And if you don't, don't try to find out. Um, it's not really a Star Trek game. They, they skin it as such to appeal to those, those of us that are nerds. And yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, they could honestly take this exact same game and skin it, put anything on it and appeal to that particular fandom. Right. Yes. Um, it could be Star Trek Tetris and we'd all be playing it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We pay, we pay for it. You know, we do a subscription. What is it? $20 a month. Oh yeah. Oh, I can get the premium pack that changes. I get, I get custom color blocks with emojis in them. Oh shit. But they're Star Trek blocks. Fucking, you mean Spock hand blocks? What? 50 bucks? Yeah, that's a fucking good buy. Something sign up. <laughs> Jesus. Excuse me while I wipe my chin. Thanks, Scopely. Why are we um, such suckers? It's I mean, you got nature to be suckers. I, I, I can honestly say I'm not a part of that club anymore. I can look down on you fuckers. No, you're still a sucker. What did you just do recently? You went and bought fucking Romulan ale. Don't give me that shit. I brought I bought Romulan rye whiskey and it tastes amazing. And then you're still a sucker. You overpaid for fucking did I over, it's did, I, did I overpay for it? I'll guarantee you if it didn't have that IP on CBS wasn't printed on and labeled, it would have cost less. I mean, you're possibly, right. yeah. Probably, but I'm also not. I'm also not having to spend. I'm also not having to buy a battle pass every month to be able to drink it. Oh, uh, so don't pretend it is still a consumable. Good point. Yeah, but I buy it once and I drink it. I don't have to keep paying for it. Exactly. You don't have to pay every time you. I don't. I didn't have to go. I didn't have to buy it and then pay to store it every month before it was consumed. Yes. And then pay for the glass that I pour it in. And then yes. pay for the ice that I may or may not put in that glass. Don't compare that. You're right. <laughs> what you're describing is is uh, scopely business practice. That's exactly what it is. I just I just bought something and I drink it. And guess what? Cash exchanged hands once. I didn't have to upgrade the bottle. I didn't <laughs> have to. I didn't have to upgrade the stopper. I didn't have to go. I didn't have to go mine for three months to be able to afford a glass to pour it in. <laughs> I can make myself a smaller shot or a bigger shot. I did not have to pay for the amount of liquid that's in the glass. Uh, that's exactly that's correct. You know, I didn't get I didn't get a penalty for going over. I don't have to participate in events in order to be able to drink it. And then, and guess what? I didn't have to buy the prime intoxication pack where, to where when I drink it, I can feel the effects. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you want to feel something when you drink this, then that's a pack of yeah. The, yeah the, no, no, I'm sorry. The alcohol doesn't come in it. You have to pay for that. <laughs> you have to subscribe to the alcoholics perk. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So for those of you listening, check out the um, the Star Trek Romulan ale. It's a Romulan rye whiskey. It's actually pretty good. I I, was, I, I thought it was going to be kind of gimmicky because you know I've I've tried a lot of stuff like that in the past where it's like a theme 
you know, and it's like, they just pay to use the name and then they're like, Oh yeah, here's this token effort, And that you're going to buy it because, you know, and I, and I assumed it was going to be like that, but I actually drank some of it and I enjoyed it. And I don't like whiskey and a friend of mine, I let him try it and he's, he's into whiskey and he was like, dude, that's actually really good. So it, it's pretty good if you like ride. Yeah, so. I used to be a big whiskey drinker, but not anymore. I was never really big into whiskey. I mean, I can appreciate a, a decent whiskey, but it's just like, you know, I've had people that have offered very expensive, you know, you know, Oh, this is, you know, 500 and something dollars a bottle with something, you know, aged in a virgin's ass dipping whiskey. And I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> uh, like, I don't like, I always tell people, no, thank you. It's not that I'm ungrateful, but it's, it's wasted on me because I, I can't appreciate it. Cause I'm not, I'm not a whiskey fan, you know? It's like giving kids brand name ice cream that's like the artisan vanilla bean. Yeah, they don't no, give a shit. Just, yeah, they just want fuck. they just want fat, sugar, and cold. Yep, that's it, man. I mean, <laughs> you can't appreciate it. Well, they don't give a shit. I and my famous my famous word phrasing would be I digress. So anyway, yeah, for those of you listening, check it out. Um, I think that about about wraps it up for today. We can move on to, uh, we have an, uh, trying to see here if we have, do we have an after party channel here? If we don't have an after party, damn it. I'm making one. Like I'm actually doing it right now. So <clears throat> anyway, big day. I'll let you take us out. All right. So thanks everyone for joining today. And if you want to get more of the Starfleet podcast network, we have a U channel where we are still working on, getting some content on there <clears throat> tech man. <clears throat> and, um, yeah. we've got other, other podcast groups that are part of this network, tribbles and transporters beyond Trek podcast, highly logical and Trek talk. And it's this new endeavor of taking some of these smaller pod Star Trek podcast and joining together. It's kind of a cooperative group. Like call it a United Federation of Star Trek podcast, if you would. But that's what it is. It's the Starfleet Podcast Network, SPN. Call it, call it the spin for short. So you'll be able to find more of our, more of our content there, which uh, points you out to the other members stuff. And, you know, this was a, this was a great morning to talk Star Trek, talk podcasts, Star Trek Picard and things like that. So it was uh, it was very enjoyable. Now everyone can get back to their being hungover from the weekends and kind of. Well, I know I'm going to do a lot of laying around today. I think we all are. Anyway, thanks for joining. I'm SK. I'm Tech, and I'm Andy. And there's Tech, and, and we're all here. We'll get we'll get we'll get the we'll, look look. I promise we'll get the intro, the outro. We'll get it figured out. Um, this much I promise. So we'll do it live. Yeah, fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, so anyway, thanks for joining us and, uh, we look forward to much more content in the future.